Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. As always, I'm your host, Beebs. I'm joined by my co-host, Chen. Our secondary, uh, you know, alternative co-host comes from time to time. Good, good spice up a diehard Vikings fan. Jake should be joining us shortly, uh, barring an unexpected change. But we're here for a week 11 recap, preview week 12, talk a little playoff picture, a little buy, sell, hold. But before we get into any of that, Chen, how are you doing today, man? <laughs> uh it's best gag of the podcast i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> and, uh, and we, we were doing good you know doing all right um for the players of madden out there i know it's relative to our podcast but uh it's time for change if we can start the movement on this show so be it but uh cancel ea man like just nfl if you like rid of the exclusive license yeah like we need competition we we got all this technology and we still can't get a decent simulation football game. So nonetheless, doing all right, man. Doing all right. I mean, I mean right you, you know, is, is it too much to ask to be able to play franchise mode with my friends on Xbox? <laughs> In their minds, it's it's a lot to ask. I mean, know? Fortnite's been cross platform for like four or five years at this point. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> Most games, it's what you you make them for. You make I'm your pretty sure. I'm pretty sure COD was cross platform in 2019. So, yeah, like a Rocket League, man. They've been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. They're just car soccer. Like they, there's a company that has the rights to the NFL. They can't. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> could be here uh, all day, man. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, let's pivot. Let's pivot. We got a lot to get through. We're gonna. This might be the last time we talk about this. We're gonna spend our time. We're going to talk about the state of the AFC North. We talk mm-hmm. about this. We talk about this a lot. They seem to be the most entertaining and competitive division in football right now, in my opinion. Uh, we've had some changes. We'll start on Thursday night football. Burrow, something in his wrist. I don't know what the official diagnosis was. Goes out in the second or third oh, quarter. Throws a throws a touchdown. Hurts it even more on that. Done for the year. Bengals drop the five and five. Ravens get a division win. They sweep the Bengals this year. Uh, your reactions? Uh, your Super Bowl picks are definitely cursed. I mean, that's just—I <laughs> didn't even think about that. that. That buried the hatchet right there. I mean, we didn't even know this was a real injury going into the game, so there's something fishy already. But yeah, it's—it really just kind of solidifies where the Ravens plan to be. But I mean, it—it it really is. I mean, unless you have a different logic or reasoning. I it's it's over, man. The Bengals of they get hot late and make a run. They're not making. They're not. And how crazy the AFC is this year. They're done. They're not making the playoffs. And the NFC, they might have a shot, but barring a Nick Foles style performance from I believe Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Browning. Washington. Which, to be fair, to be fair. Uh, this roster is really good in a lot of places, you know, outside of the quarterback. Like, they have a great quarterback in Burrow. But he, he, to throw in a guy, like, it's a very – he could be decent just because of what's around him. Like, you know, Jamar Chase True. is going to get open, man. Like, yeah, um, Tyson Badgett, you know, but, I, but, I mean, that's yeah, – he can I, be I, – I'm, I'm just concerned about, you know, the offensive line was a problem for Burrow. It's going to be worse of a problem for uh, Jake Browning. Guy. So I, I think that, you know, there's a couple ways to look at the Bengals' outlook right now. 
They're five and five. I don't think that they should just throw in the towel. Like I, I think that they should try and win games. And if they drop to like five, five and eight or six and nine, it's like, okay, now it's over. But um it ain't looking good for the Super Bowl picks. That'll be uh two years of doing Super Bowl picks, four missed playoffs uh appearances. <laughs> Jeez. That's just Jeez. brutal, man. Just brutal. Um I, I, let me ask you this. The the Bengals' future is kind of blurry. It has been. We've said this. This was probably the last go with this core. Uh, do we ever see a roster in Cincinnati that includes Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins again? Salary cap-wise, I don't think it's there. Um, if it were, I would be kind of nervous to see the defense and O-line. Is, is kind of the vibe just it's just that's what we talk about you know like the 49ers are they might get to a point where it's going to become a problem surprise really philly they've done a pretty good job managing all their assets but we see it with the chiefs it's like mahomes and kelsey are kind of the two pillars left standing but tyree gill gone um running back has been turned over a lot orlando brown i know his team hopped since he left there like it's just pieces starts kind of just taken away over time. Um, so I would have to say it's – I don't even see a world salary cap-wise they can get it done. It's just T. Higgins is going to demand a lot of money in the open market, I think. I, I think T. Higgins is going to sign a top-five deal with somebody else. Like, I yeah. really do. Um, but I've seen this theory on the internet, and I think it – knowing the way Cincinnati runs their organization, it could be true. Mm. Does Cincinnati look at their current predicament, one might call it, and decide to lose out in hopes for a top 10 pick and see how things shake out and replace T. Higgins with Marvin Harrison Jr.? If if Marvin Harrison gets to them, like, I think five wins is already too many wins to get Marvin Harrison. You think he's, You think he's going to go that early? I do. I really do. I don't think um, when we think of like we look at like Jamar Chase, like what was he used fifth he overall? Fifth, like I think Marvin Harrison. You look at the there is every green flag possible is coming out about this guy. So is let's 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 do the math, okay? They they let's say they lose out, finish five and twelve. Okay, okay. Who who is going to have less wins than them? The Panthers, Panthers and the Bears and maybe Cardinals. the Cardinals. Cardinals, but they're competing. Like, they're competing. Know, like, like with, with Kyler like back. They completely lose out. Like, there, there's some teams that I think are really going to start to kind of bomb. Like, there's teams that might have four wins right now. And they might Giants have – the Giants have three wins. Three. They could finish below them. There's, right. a, couple, there's a couple four-win teams, but I, I think, like, the Packers are going to – probably finish at a higher pick than the Bengals would. I think that the commanders will finish at a higher team. The Falcons, that's sort of like those teams are still competing for playoff spots. I think that they might finish right. higher than the Bengals would. Everybody else, welcome. Welcome, Jake, back to the show. In a, oh. in a, I don't know where he's at, in a dark uh, dark alleyway, it looks like. But, uh, I'm in my car here. Oh, he's in his car. All right. All right. <laughs> that was welcome back, Jake. Folks. The audio is not bad. Not bad. We're All sitting right, here. Cool. We're talking about the Bengals' chances of drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. 
I think they're slim. <laughs> they're going to have to lose out here. But, uh, yeah, uh, keep going. Yeah, I want to – let me uh, take in what's going on. I just joined in randomly here. No, you're agreeing with the consensus. I just brought it up as a potential, you know, path for them because they won't be able to re-sign T. Higgins. Um, I think their receiving core next year looks like Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. Uh, maybe they draft a tight end of some sorts because I think they do miss Hayden Hurst this year a little bit more than we thought they would. Um, sure. Mixon's on a team-friendly deal, but the bottom line is they have to beef up their O-line. Like, that's... That's what they need to spend round one, two, and three on is O-line. Yeah, it goes back to the, the age-old, you know, Panay Sewell, Jamar Chase meme. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, they've had a lot of success just throwing it. So, um, how about the Ravens, Chen? Uh, how are we? I mean, Mark Andrews is done for the year, it looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are our thoughts on them going forward? Are we, are we still looking at them as AFC favorites? That's kind of where I had them. Um, does Mark Andrews affect your, you know, your thoughts? And, you know, what can stop them from being the favorite to win the AFC championship? It, it'll affect them um, in the sense that like Mark Andrews is a guy where we're, we're, like, how do I even really explain this? He's someone you don't really, I think, take an account. Like we know how good he is, but his absence will be telling kind of similar to Travis Kelsey. We saw the Lions beat the Chiefs in week one. I mean, granted, you can chalk it up to week one, but losing that safety valve and was really a big part of Lamar's game. Um, it's nice that they have OBJ now and say Flowers, more outside help. But I don't – realistically, I think the Ravens could be a team that if they have the best record in the regular season, I still don't really expect them to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, I love what, like, Lamar does, but it's more of, like, John Harbaugh and the coaching staff, I think, is just a step behind if I'm just – if I'm looking at the AFC in this whole picture, um, I don't really think that team's going to make the Super Bowl. And Lamar has yet to prove himself. But I'm curious to see your guys' thoughts because I know that's probably a hot take considering it's like the best team in the AFC right now. Um, I just think we've never seen the Ravens healthy after week 11. And we still won't. Really ever. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Like they don't have Mark Andrews. So. We've never seen – this happens every year. I don't know what's going on in their training room um, and with their strength coach, but uh, yeah. it, it's it's truly an injury bug that ha- just seems to hit them every single year. But, like, they flash the stat. Like, Lamar Jackson, weeks 14 through 17 in his career, when he starts, is, like, 15 and 2. Like, he's Jeez. an incredible December quarterback. Uh, but we've just never seen them, like, have it all together and have the roster ready for a playoff game under Lamar right. Jackson. Like we haven't seen it since the Joe Flacco days. Like I, it's, it's truly, I don't know. I think it's going to affect them more. Like you said, more than people think it will um, just because they do rely on that safety valve. He is their number one receiver. Uh, it's, it's just, I, I would, it's I just want to see, I just want to see them healthy for a playoff run and we're not going to see that. Um, but Jake, where, where are you, where are your thoughts on the Ravens? Yeah, I think healthy or not, I think it's still Chiefs Ravens, and I don't think either of the two teams have that much offensive firepower. To, I mean, I don't believe in the Dolphins postseason. I I don't. I know we we've texted in the chat a few times, and who I think I have 
going farther in the postseason. And I, I, I just think it comes down to the coaching and the experience of the coaching. And I think, I think we're going to see now because we don't have Joe Burrow, he's out for the season. It's going to be a, a Lamar Jackson and it's going to be a Patrick Mahomes playoff um, AFC championship game. In my opinion, I don't, I don't trust the bills right now. I don't, I don't trust the Dolphins. I mean, who who else is theoretically in it? The Jaguars are too young. Um, they could pull it out of their out of the hat and see what happens. But I think just because those two quarterbacks have that dog in them, both Lamar and both Patrick Mahomes, I think it's honestly, I think it's those two right now. I don't. I'm I'm a little against you guys on this one, just because I think the experience of the coaching is going to take this one a lot farther. And then, like we said, yes, we don't have Mark Andrews for the first time in a while, but we have more outside threats, and we can make things happen. And the run game is unstoppable right now, I feel like. And the yeah, defense, minus the, Browns game, minus the Browns game, has played better than most defenses we've seen in general, and we're not I don't think we're talking about it enough. I, I, I do agree. Their defense has been over-exceeded expectations and more – Flying under the radar at the same time, uh, and I, you know, any team that can run the ball is going to win playoff games. Uh, and and you're right, the lack of AFC competition at that level, like we talk about, like the AFC being super crowded so to get that, into the playoffs, yeah, yeah to, super crowded to get into the playoffs. But I think it, you're right. It looks like the Chiefs and the Ravens have separated. However, I wouldn't be shocked if you know, one of those two teams, or if both, like if the Bills can turn it on at any time, they're the streakiest team in the world right now. Uh, and they come out this week and look flawless. They come out the week before and look horrible. Um, so if they turn it on in the playoffs, they turn it on. And the, and Dolphins, the Browns can do, for whatever reason, they have nothing to do. They have nothing to play for, I feel like, and they're just going out there week in and week out and giving the heart on everything. And that's fun to me to watch too. That defense is incredible. The fact that their rookie quarterback threw like he was like what twenty three for forty six, hundred and fifty yards, and still somehow won by three points. Yeah, we like can that, we can that, pivot. Let's talk about that game a little bit because we we pair that with the AFC North Thursday night game. Uh, what are your thoughts, Jake, on the Brown Steelers game? So finish your thought. I yeah, I thought that was just again back to coaching that just a master class defensive rumble in the north it's the it's the afc north and i i think that kind of solidifies in my mind the browns being a top tier team that no one talks about because it's the browns and all the, the you know everything the history to do with the browns but miles garrett and that defense can go up against any offense and make it look sloppy and yes it was just the steelers but to come out and squeeze out a win that's just winning football games a matter of the score is that's that's just how you that's just how you do it. You got to find a way to win, and this team is just they they have that they have that in them. We saw it the week before where they came back against the Ravens. You know that's just the thing is if the Browns can squeeze out one or two more games in, in this division, we could be seeing them as the division winners for the, the first time in what since the sixties fifties. Did they not win the division a couple of years ago when they when Baker took them? To the playoffs. No, that was still the Steelers. That was Steelers. They yeah. went, that was when they started twelve and zero and lost the last four. 
definitely i would have to go back to find it if it's not 50 it's gotta 60s, be it's gotta be the 80s it's gotta be far because yeah i can't last time they made you know a decent when they, playoff well i think they won i think they won the division that year when la had the drive i think that they won at least one of those years in the 80s the 80s yeah the early 80s 40 years ago yeah i mean it's not it's not good <laughs> like 19 1989 1989 yeah yeah Oh, my uncles were playing in a little tykes sandbox <laughs> in 1989. Oh, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, I, I think the Browns could win the division. I do. I mean, I know Jake. That's been your pick from like early, like Browns. They're division. my they're my number one seed in the yeah, AFC. Number one seed. Put up. Um, how about the Steelers, <laughs> Chen? Your Steelers were your pick to win the division. They're actually in a position, even with this loss, to have a chance to pull this out. Um, yeah. somehow they have the worst point, the second worst point differential I've ever seen in reference to the 22 Vikings. But um, yeah, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, we never that's talked about well, that's never brought up until last year. The worst statistic right. I've ever heard of, right? And now I'm, I'm using it again it's... to pinpoint the Steelers as frauds. All right, I'm using it again because I'm not oh. sold, man. I'm just not sold. But no, Chris, it, you can make the case. As hard as it, you know, it, it's hard to win games in the NFL. So, like, I, I give Mike Tomlin his flowers, but I mean, for the like, we're usually very right. I feel like on this show, on when we call for guys' jobs, not against taking food off their families' plates, but it's like they're not good at what they do. And Matt Canada is not good at what he does. I God, no. like. I'm sorry. I, I he is. He coaches games like he's scared to lose. Like he's when you watch his play call, you can't tell me the Steelers are like trying to win and trying to score points on offense. It's just not there. Like it's at any time, like Kenny Pickett's got a throw that could be made downfield. I feel like he rarely pulls the trigger. And the times he did on Sunday, it just didn't look great. Um, but really the my issue is Jalen Warren rips off their only touchdown. And then he got one more carry after that. Like they have this infatuation with giving it to reincarnated Trent Richardson. And it's like, it it really bothers me when you look at the box score and it's clear as day, that Jalen Warren should be getting the majority of the touches. And they named him the starter this week. So it was weird when Najee still touched him. I don't know. I just like am so mind boggled by how bad the Steelers offense is every single time I watch it. Um, and I don't know how that guy still has a job, but sorry, that's my Matt Canada rant of the day. Um, I've, I've, I'll get a Jalen Warren and buy us a whole player, but I have to, to further your point, I have given, I have given Kenny Pickett the, what I call the Justin Herbert tag, meaning I will reserve any, <laughs> any opinions <laughs> or takes on his skills until his quarterback or until his head coach is fired. Like until their coach is fired, I will reserve from making comments on whether or not they're good or not. Because oh, I just, just give like auto benefit of the doubt. Like, you know what, man, his coach needs to go first before we can actually assess if he's a franchise quarterback or not. I, I think that I think that jo- I think fun. that Justin Herbert is farther along that you know establishment towards earning a bigger contract than Kenny Pickett is, but it is something that like yeah, I've it's being held back. Tutorial or main menu. 
Oh, we got we got Siri chiming in on our thoughts. Siri, on Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Siri, Siri, what's your opinion on Kenny Pickett? <laughs> if you guys hear my, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. No worries. I was trying to, I was panically trying to figure that out. I'm sorry. All right. All right. This seems like a good transition. Uh, we kind of already hinted. We've got Packers Chargers on the on the docket today. Uh, this is just this is just peak Brandon Staley, man. I know we've got Packers fans uh, on the here, but man, this is just like they're a better team than us, and we win this game because their head coach is so bad. Dude, I, I, I you know how my thoughts on the Packers, and I just I'm relishing in this because I hate the Chargers <laughs> so oh, so much. This is so perfect. This is this is perfect. The whole like Brandon Staley, Justin Herbert, the whole. This just adds to my belief that Herbert is average. So average. He's not a winner. Not anyway. The, not taking the I'm, bait. We've already established the tag. All right. Established <laughs> the tag. We, we, we'll call it we'll call it Beebs' franchise tag. And that means we don't talk about that player until their coach is fired. <laughs> Coach's protection. Yeah, coach's protection tag. <laughs> it's just so bad, but no bait. No bait. <laughs> Coaching protection. <laughs> Coach protection Jeez. day. However, I will say I was happy to see the not only happy to see the Packers win, happy to see the Chargers lose another game they should have won because it inches us closer to the end of the Brandon Staley era. And then we can find an answer. Uh, then we can finally get an answer on, on Herbert if he's actually, you know, a perennial choker like that, those who came before him in Chargers uniforms, or if he'll, <laughs> if he'll or if he'll, you know, bring them to the Super Bowl eventually. But Oh, um, <laughs> Jen, <laughs> the floor is yours for Packers talk. Ah, uh, man, it's similar to like the Steelers kind of arc. I don't know if you guys have seen the memes going around where like it'll show the Steelers and it'll be like a scene from like maybe sometimes just like Tomb Raider or whatever, and like everything's falling apart. It's showing like the other teams like just falling out of the picture and like you find yourself at the finish line. And I think it was kind of one of those games where, like, we're not good. Um, we're very young and make a lot of mistakes football team. Jordan Love had a good day. Um, best, I think it was but, his best game of the year, best game since week one. Yeah, and, and really it, there was more promise than um, mistakes. My biggest problem with him is, like, seeing all the promise and the flashy throws, but he had a lot of mistakes. And he was last in the NFL in completion percentage going into this week. Um, but definitely a lot better of a game overall. Um, we're building something, just something that's not going to be ready this year. Uh, but it, I think it is interesting to note that at four and six, we were the same record last year with Aaron Rodgers. So, like, oh boy, from from, from a trade aspect, point, hey, we're the eight seed, Jake. We're the eight seed in the NFC playoffs right now. Yeah, just it's don't look, just don't look at our next three games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got to steal. Next week's fourth quarter blunder will will happen yet again for it, for Big J Love. It won't even happen, dude. The Lions are gonna <laughs> kick our. The Lions are gonna blow us out on Thursday, and then we're gonna be four and eight when we play the Chiefs. Well, well in all honesty, right? Jeez. If you guys could kick the Lions' butt for me, that'd be perfect. Because all I need is a two-game window with those Lions. Because we can win out. No, the Vikings, man. You need to just catch the Vikings. You need to catch the Lions in the playoffs because they they ain't winning a playoff game. Like, 
That's true. It never happens. But our our schedule is almost perfect for this, though. Here's the thing with the Packers too: is if they turn it on, like they could turn it on and play well these next two weeks and still be four and eight, and it's like, okay, now you're really fighting uphill. But you put yourself right. in this hole where now you can't afford to lose two games in a row to probably two of the best teams you'll see all year, Lions and Chiefs, because you lost to the freaking Steelers, you lost to the Falcons, you lost to the Raiders. Like the Packers could be could have a much better outlook on their season right now if they didn't lose those games early, but. Uh, they're yeah. not making, I, I, you know, they're not making up. They're young. You guys are young. I mean, I, I mean, I don't like to give excuses to losing, but when you have no experience on the team, it, it these mental errors and a first-time quarterback being out there starting every single game. I, I mean, I feel like your your system is just not meshing well. I feel like there's just too much running involved, and your running backs aren't producing, and then there's just the whole thing. And I don't feel like there's enough creativity with your within your route combinations i just feel like it's just a little it's too vanilla it's just a vanilla it's a vanilla offense and i know it's definitely is got a great record so far but he when i watch how you guys play offense it's the most it, it it's very uninspiring now i'm not uninspired by him but just the way it the way it looks it's super uninspiring so i don't know if it is a love thing or if it's a LaFleur thing. I think it's a receiver thing. Honest to God. Like, I think it's like a lack of like, oh, should we scheme this like Watson open or should we, should we, should we scheme Dobbs open? And nobody's like, we're, we're week 11. It's, it's week 11 and we don't have an established like go-to guy. Even bad teams. Look at the Panthers, right? Who's going to be their number one receiver going to the year? We don't know. Now yeah. it's like, oh, it's obvious it's Adam Thielen, right? Even yeah. bad teams – get their guy. Look at the Texans. We didn't know who it was going to be. Now it's a Nico Collins, Tank Dell, like kind of duo and CJ Stroud just elevating everybody. Jordan Love's not playing at CJ Stroud's level, but he would be playing at a better level if he still had Devontae Adams on the roster, right? Or somebody like that. And nobody has risen up. I think that Jaden Reed might actually end up being craziness. Like he might believe the, Probably be the best guy. Receivers. I think he's going to be the best guy. He looks the best. Stories come to the locker room. He's stepping up as a leader, that sort of thing. Hosting player-only meetings with the receiver, saying they need to step it up. Wicks seems to be becoming a go-to guy on third down. So it's ironic. It's not Dobbs and it's not Watson, the guys that we picked, you know, invested draft capital in. Um, but I, we forget that the Packers lost their left guard and left tackle like early in the year, Jenkins and uh, Bach. And so that affects mm. the running game probably more than people realize. Uh, and the pat just affects everything. I agree with Jake. The running backs have been uninspiring. AJ Dillon is just not taking the lead forward that he needed to this year. Uh, Aaron Jones has been out. Now he's out again. It's, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the uninspiring is the right word. I think it starts with O-line play, goes to receivers. We lead the league in drops. Uh, and I don't think the defense is bad. It's just kind of like a Jets, a minuscule Jets situation where like, what are you going to do when the offense is holding you back? Like, and it's at this point, I think it's just talent that your team doesn't brings have. up. It, it doesn't have, yeah. and, and it's because your GM does not get you that talent. That's it. We, yeah. we can look at it back as like the, the McCarthy era <laughs> and look at, and like you guys had a couple of bad seasons there. A lot of the teams can have those lulls, but look at the Dallas Cowboys right now. Mike McCarthy is, doing so well with these guys, but he's also, they have a GM that's bringing in him that talent. And ironically, it's Jerry Jones, but 
It's, hmm. I think it's a combination of, you know, leadership. And I think you guys, it's, it's such a, I feel like it's such a toxic ownership group and it, it, it's hard to allow someone to, to really take control of that power and just kind of dictate the team, how the GM wants to, because there's the way the structure of the ownership of the Packers is, I feel like that's holding you back more than, more than almost anything at this point. I I think we're also forgetting that we're still paying like 40 mil on Aaron Rodgers like for the next two years. Like you, you're like, we're in a hole and we knew that like this was going to be probably a two to three year project. So you look at four and six, let's say we finish with six wins, like go back to the preseason podcast. That's right where me and Jen said we'd probably be. And it's mm-hmm. like, I know Chen put him in the Super Bowl, but when we had a realistic, <laughs> I know we had a, when we had a realistic conversation about it, that's what yeah, he said. Yeah. Um, and that's on pace, right? Like Rogers was six and 10 his first year, then it was eight and eight, then it was 10 and six and Super Bowl champions. So um, <laughs> just, just like stay. I don't think like love has shown enough flashes to earn the job next year for sure. I wouldn't fire the GM. I wouldn't fire my Matt LaFleur. I, I just think that like, we just need to, reload the roster and that takes more than one year while you're still paying a guy play, to play quarterback for somebody else 40 mil like and he's not even playing yeah he's not even playing <laughs> yeah it's <just> rehab <laughs> that's an expensive rehab holy cow hey you guys are paying for all those stem cells he's getting shot up into his calf right now you gotta love it <laughs> I, I saw somebody say this and i would never root for somebody to get injured but Somebody tweeted, they're like, it's going to be really hilarious when Aaron Rodgers comes back and re-tears his Achilles in, like, weeks. Because, oh, man. I, I, man, I just don't I, believe it. I just don't believe, like, I know I sound like a crazed Packers conspiracy theorist here, but there's just no way he fully tore his Achilles. Here's the Alex Jones of Packers fans. What's going on? Uh, dude, I I think he did it to get us out of our first-round pick. Like, I, I don't. Dumb, bro. Yeah, he's he's cooking something. I don't know what. There's no way. Take the first round pick out of it. There's just no way he tore his Achilles fully. There was some sort of media lie about the severity of this injury. Um, I don't care what we saw on TV. Like, I, it, it doesn't make sense. You don't tear your Achilles and play 14 it, weeks later. 15 it, weeks my later. running theory is it's like he partially tore it, but it was like 51% like partially torn. So they classified it as like a full Achilles tear. But, like, they probably did some weird stem cell-like therapy, and all of a sudden he's back in December, which for a torn Achilles is like a nine-month turnaround. Like, like are, are we talking about Kirk Cousins being back for, like, an NFC Championship or Super Bowl? Yeah, right. No, but it's the I same don't time. Not, that. not even close. No. Yeah, exact, yeah, exactly. And it's the same. And right. the guy's 38, too. We're forgetting that Rodgers is, like, he's old. Like, it's not. He's got like, gray in the beard, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not like he's 27 or something where it's like, oh, he'll be fine. Like when, when Brady tore his ACL in 2008, and it was like, uh, you know, it's probably not going to affect him long term. Like, he'll be fine. He'll just miss this year. No, like, uh, this, yeah. this could be a career ending thing when it happened. And I still think he could, he wasn't, he didn't even look that great last year with the Packers. So, you know. But uh, again, back to the talent you had on the team. And you guys were running that table. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's bad, Zach Wilson. Uh, I mean, it's better than him or Tim Boyle or whoever they're going to bring in. That's a different. You know what? Let's talk about the Jets. Jets Bills uh, is next on our docket. We can start with the Jets side of things. They finally announced this week Tim Boyle is going to be their starter moving forward or whatever. Is that uh, what are your guys' thoughts? A lot of people have takes on this. Just like just a, a management failure at the start of the year when they when these injuries happened. There were so many options. You saw the Browns sign Joe Flacco to their practice squad this week. 
Yeah. Carson Wentz got Carson Wentz got picked up by the Rams when Matt Stafford went down. Like just just options that you know might not be perfect, but are better than Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle. Even like bringing Mike White back, I don't even know where he's playing. Like they let him go to the Dolphins, man. That was the dumbest. I literally when I saw that signing, like I kid you not, I'm like they're gonna let Mike White go. They're probably gonna need him. And look where we are, man. You could have started him from the second Rodgers went down. And I guarantee you they're in a better spot. I love Mike White. I, 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 I just that, I think it's a management offense. failure, like honestly, to just not sign anybody. Go ahead, Jay. It's one of those tough spots where you're paying a guy 60 mil to they're not paying him. We are. <laughs> he's on yeah. our cap sheet, man. Like he's like half of his salary's on our cap sheet. It's one of those. I, I don't know. It's one of those tough spots where do you want to, where you have a guy who knows the offense. Yes, it's already it's, it's it's only week one. You can figure it out as you go. Um, you have the Josh Dobbs situation. Which, exactly. That's what I was just about to say. But <laughs> at, at the end of the day, when you spend a third round pick on this guy and he's been there, he knows the players. He, he he's got some chemistry, even if it's almost zero. He's got some. You got to you got to roll with it, and I think it's just a coaching decision and a GM decision. It's hey, do we want to bring in an outsider? Do we want to have a whole media thing and the whole issue with the whole, whole Zach Wilson thing? Because they went through that Zach Wilson train last year. I think it it's a headache that you don't want to have again. You know, time and time and time and time and but, time but, again. So I think they, I think they gave him the benefit of the doubt, and he didn't play that bad to start it out. He honestly didn't play that bad. The O line sucks in New York. Okay, the running game isn't not that efficient. I mean, so it's really – I don't think it's all Zach Wilson. Yes, he's not the greatest, but he hasn't played completely horrible in, in his stint. So I think it's at this point it's just one of those things where it's – he's not producing almost anything. He's also not really doing anything terrible, but a change I don't, at this point is necessary. I don't have the – I don't have a problem with what you're saying from week one, like, oh, Zach Wilson's our guy. We said he was our backup. We're going to roll with him. But do what the Browns are doing. Joe Flacco was there last year. Mike White was there last year. Just sign him to your practice squad in case the kid goes out and sucks again. Just get some extra insurance because now you're on boil. And it's like, now now you're on this. And it's like, well, is he really going to be any better than Zach Wilson? Because Zach Wilson has taken a step forward from where he was like last year in his rookie year. But it's also like he's still not – he's shown that he's not going to turn into a quality starting quarterback. So is Zach Wilson really like – really that much worse than signing Carson Wentz to your practice squad in week two and just like keeping him around and in the building to build that rapport in case things go poorly. Right. Like, is he really that much better than that option? No, I I really like, at least Carson Wentz is going to freaking throw the ball down the field. He might turn it over just as much as Zach Wilson, but he's going <laughs> to open up your run game because he'll actually push right. the ball down the field. And then you just give the ball to Brees Hall 25 times a game. And it's like, okay, at least we have the threat of throwing the ball to Garrett Wilson and they can't even get the ball to him because Zach, like they don't trust him. So it, 
I think it's a management failure. I think it's a season loss that could have been salvaged. Even if Rodgers comes back and they're in a chance where, oh, if we win four straight, Rodgers is back in week 14 and we're going to win four straight, we make the playoffs and we go to the Super Bowl. No, I've seen that page before. He broke his first collarbone and lost the first game with back and IR. Like, I, it's, I think it's, it's also the Jets. It's it's also the Jets, an inspiring franchise. It's won one Super Bowl and they did it because apparently Joe Namath signed his life away to the to the, to the devil, to the devil. literally made a deal with the devil. So it's it's just one of those things. The Bills look great because they played the Jets. It's just another it's just another year of the Jets sucking, and I think we're just honestly at this point giving them too much time. Brian yeah, let's talk Bills because I actually have takes on the Bills. Mm. Okay, um, but you guys can go first. I I'm I. Actually- yeah, Jake. I I got nothing. It's it's the most <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, I love Josh Allen. I love the Bills. I like Sean McDermott. I love everything they got going on. But it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's this season has been so inconsistent. And I feel like I mean, I, I kind of have to timestamp it to that DeMar Hamlin. Ever since that happened, that this whole team has just kind of been on 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 ice, on, on skates, or kind of shaky. And it's just Again, another one of those things they just fired their offensive coordinator because things weren't meshing, and and I feel like it's just one of those things where, where they weren't playing inspiring football and they're not on a roll. Can they get on a roll? Yes, but Josh Allen he can play an MVP, MVP caliber, but then he goes and throws four interceptions in a game, and you you get the highs and lows, and and it's super 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 elite, and then it's just mid tier level quarterback play on the lows. So it's it's a tough situation, and I don't so, know. Has that run game performed any better than it was in the beginning of the season? Yeah, I mean, James, they had, Cook. James Cook had some right. in the first seventy. When they give it to him, it's good. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. It's like when they actually commit to handing the ball off, it's good. They just don't do that. And I think that might have been on Ken Dorsey. Maybe Allen's changing the play at the line. We don't know. Former but. quarterback, man. Every former quarterback OC has got an issue with just committing to the run game. I'm telling you, it's it's a it's a plague. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll I'll say this with the Bills. Okay, a lot of people are writing them off and wrote them off after that Broncos loss because they looked ahead. Their next three are Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's I, I tough. Don't think tough they... sledding. Tough sledding to be five and five uh, with those. They're one and two three. in that. They're one and two in that. I think that they're. I think that they are one and two. If they can find a way to split the Eagles Chiefs games, I think they're going to beat the Cowboys because it's in Buffalo. And yeah, that it's just, in that Buffalo. just that just feels like a Cowboys just like oh just you talk about an inconsistent team. Yeah, yeah, they lose by twenty and yeah, you know the and, whole thing. Um, so if they can find a way to 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 win one of the next two games and then win that game, then they go Chargers, Bills, Dolphins in Week eighteen. Uh, I think that they can go 3-0 there, Dolphins, depending on where they're at in the seeding. Maybe they're not playing starters. That's kind of my thought process on that. Not that they can't beat the Dolphins straight up, uh, but it is in Miami, so they don't have that home field advantage. In the mm. But um, I really think the Bills might go on a run here. I, I've just got that feeling. Like, we talk about the AFC being absent. I think the Bills, they're kind of at a point where national media and everybody's almost written them off. Uh, and I just I am very hesitant to do that because it's a team that has consistently been in the playoffs. 
Um, every, people are calling for Sean. Is it Doug? Yeah, no, it's not Doug McDermott. Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott's head. Um, and dude, this is a franchise that like made the playoffs once in 25 years. They've made it five of the last six seasons under McDermott. They're not going to fire him. They shouldn't fire him. I think that their backs are against the wall. Josh Allen hasn't been playing great. Uh, and they are, you know, this to me was like a response game. We fired our OC. We came out through for 370, uh, did throw a pick, but also threw three touchdowns. Like, you know, turnovers, turnovers were in check. Um, you know, I, I think the defense is better than people give it credit for. I really think that this is a team, I think they're going to make the playoffs. And when they're in the playoffs, if they're hot, anything can happen. That's kind of where I'm at with them. Like uh, if they end up in an AFC championship because they play an injury battle Ravens, they play the Dolphins for the third time and, and just win that game. And now they're playing the Chiefs in the AFC championship. Like I won't be shocked because the AFC just feels like it's very crowded to get in, but to get through it, it does. I don't know if it's going to be as difficult as it has been in years past. Now that teams like the Bengals are out of the picture, like, you know, we're talking about the Browns and the Steelers in the AFC playoffs. Yeah. The Bills can win those games. Hmm. Hmm. No, it's all very interesting. I just I think this is the year the Jags and Dolphins, maybe both of them, but one of these teams is like they're bound to kind of take that next step. That's very possible. I have more faith. Like I have way more faith in the Jags. I don't want to cut you off. I just want to say. Go ahead. I agree. I agree. Like I think the Jag. I would pick the Jags to win that game if we were. But it also, like, I'm at the point with the Bills where it wouldn't shock me if Josh Allen shows up, throws for 404 touchdowns, because they're just capable of that. And if they get hot at the right time, I think that they're still the team they were two years ago. It's just all rides on Josh Allen's shoulders. It's the problem that we, me and Christian have said all last year. They're too reliant on him. But if he's going to show up, then he's going to show up. And they're not very, like, not a lot of teams can beat them when they're uh, yeah, like Bills, like at their peak, you know, are, are are very good. It's just from what I've seen the past two playoff seasons. I mean, they almost lost Skyler White and the Dolphins. Like we talked about them playing Dolphins for the third time, but they almost lost to them last year. And then even the year prior, I understand they get you know kind of hoaxed by the Chiefs, but it, their defense, like it, it's not. I don't think it has many issues, as people said. Like, it's better than we give them credit for. But it's just, it's still aging. And when I see, like, the Dolphins, the Jags, teams with younger guys, younger energy, um, it wouldn't shock me, like, if the Bills made a run. But it won't shock me if, like, they make the playoffs and get knocked out right away just because it's, like, something newer. Josh Allen just has an average game. That's the big thing. If he does okay, that's not enough for them to win. Like, like Josh Allen, you need a like 300 total yards from him type day, and you're hoping your defense holds a lot of these dynamic AFC teams. So I just, uh, you know, the, the vision's always there for Buffalo. I just think, especially from what have we seen from them this year, the, the struggles, they were like 13 and four, I believe, last year, something like that. And Miami was giving them trouble. So um, I'm weary. I, I'm very weary of how they play the kind of the second half of the season. No, and I, and I'm not like resting my case on this or like, or like staking, you know, I'm not going to buy stock in this. Yeah. I I could just see the vision of like, Oh, they show up against the chiefs next week, have a good showing, maybe even win. 
Then they play the Eagles. Let's say they play good and lose. Then they beat the Cowboys. And it's like, oh my gosh, this team that we wrote off at four and five is now, you know, six and five and has three layups or two layups in the Dolphins left. They're probably going to sneak in. They're playing their best football late. Kind of how we always talk about the Bengals, who unfortunately their season appears to be over, you know. Jake missed that part of the conversation, but we talk like, Oh, if you get hot late, you can do anything. Like that's kind of where I'm at. I was like, Oh, they sneak into the playoffs. They play the Browns in round one. Right. Or something, you know, something like weird like that. Nobody, yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, Oh, they play the Browns with Dorian Thompson Robinson, or they play Kenny Pickett and the Steelers. Then they play their division rival. Anything can happen in a division game against the dolphins. And all of a sudden they're in the AFC championship against the Ravens or the chiefs, or they play the Ravens, you know, as long as they're on the opposite side of the chiefs, I, I think I could see them beating any team, but I think the Chiefs do have their number. But um, I, I'm not saying they'd be favored, but I could see it. And I just feel like yeah. I, I just want to push back against the narrative to write them out of the playoffs because now that the Bengals are out of the picture, they're I think the Bills are in. No, I don't think they're going to miss playoffs. They should I, be able to survive. I think whoever gets home field advantage at the end of this season represents – the team mm. or that 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 team will represent that conference whoever wins that one seed because i think things are just kind of so there's there's some particular injury there's some particular thing about each team except maybe the chiefs but i don't know whoever gets that one seed i feel like this is the most like even i feel like this conference has been in a long time because yeah. i feel like the chiefs three year three years ago could have you know they walk in they do you know Tyreek, Travis Kelsey like that team it doesn't matter they're beating you but whoever gets this one seed I think is just gonna have that home field advantage that game in and game out where they have that crowd in favor I think this year is kind of gonna be resting on the crowd's shoulder I don't know if that's no I don't I actually I, I like that team. especially if it's at this was the Arrowhead like. The only team that I think could go into Arrowhead and beat them is the Cincinnati Bengals because they're the only team that's mm-hmm. ever freaking done it. Then them and Tom Brady. Like, Jags they, got close. Jags were close, but then you know, close, uh, yeah, you get my point. Like, uh, you know, 2018 Patriots and the Bengals, whatever year that was, like that's it in the Mahomes era. I think at playoff losses at Arrowhead. Like, I totally agree with that take. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, but I'd say the same thing for Baltimore. Like. They got a good home crowd advantage if they can get the one seed. Um, but if it's somebody like if it's somebody like, like Cleveland, uh, I don't know. know the dog pound, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, yeah. imagine giving that fan base the one seed. Oh, that be shit would be loud. Ooh. It would be interesting. All right, let's talk Sunday night football. Last game on our slate of recaps. Um <sighs> Ah, you know, this is – I think it's the two hottest teams in football, even though the Vikings lost. Five-game win streak. The Broncos have just seemingly come out of nowhere. The second that Chen finally decided to sell his Russell Wilson stock. And <laughs> came across my head last night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every week, man. They're, they, you know who's had the longest win streak currently right now? It's the Broncos. They won four straight. Like, you can't – Five now. You can't make this up. It's uh, well, what are our thoughts, Jake? I'll, I'll give you the floor first. Let's talk Vikings. I want to go last. Let's just hear what you guys say. <laughs> All right, Jen, Jen, you can take it. Uh, 
predictable, I think is like the best way to put it. Like, I don't think this game really made the Vikings look bad per se. It was just more about like some reason Sean Payton after a couple games is just turned back the clock. He's making the game easier for us. That is clearly evident. Um, I was really honestly pissed about Samaj Pirine getting all those PPR points at the end there. But, um, yeah, it, it's just – I, I can't even believe, like it, – because it's respectfully, like, in terms of, like, yardage, Russ isn't that high up there. I know the whole touchdown-interception ratio and his completion's up, but – as a player, like, you can watch and see it's different than what he was in Seattle. Like, he has lost a step. Not going to go and say he's washed. Like, I know it's – everyone was really kind of screaming that narrative. But he's going to be in that Drew Brees role where, like, as long as there's weapons or in the Broncos building, the Broncos are probably going to be a playoff team because that's what the Saints were with Sean Payton. Like, they always just had a unit that could get into the playoffs, but – the last time I checked, I mean, Sean Payton's Super Bowl in 2009, or was that 11? Nine. 2009. 2009. So it's 14 oh, I years. I remember, yeah. Um, yeah, no, yeah they just, went to uh, a couple. They went to a couple. Uh, 2018 NFC Championship game kind of got yep. robbed. Minneapolis Miracle. Minneapolis Miracle the year <laughs> and before. There was, and even that there Super was the Bowl overtime. was the bounty game. There was the overtime when, when, the, when Rudolph. Oh, yeah, you're up. right. You're right, too. Oh, yeah. Twice. Um, Jeez, yeah. So, they, there was a couple of years in the middle of that St. 10 year where they were mid-2010s where they were kind of meh. Uh, but towards the yeah, end of Jesus' career, yeah. they kind of had a little renaissance. When they got Kamara in there, uh, they were winning a lot of games. That defense got bolstered. That was the biggest thing is yeah. adding Lattimore, um, uh, Cam Jordan. Jordan. Like, yeah. yeah. True, um, true. But we're talking about Vikings-Broncos. So, let me ask you this yeah. question. Um, no, yeah, that was just uh, just in yeah, the well, sidebar. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the Broncos, uh, like ceiling is, I guess, where I'm trying to go with that is, Thank especially when we just talked about the AFC and you look at the Broncos roster, they might get into the playoffs this year, you know, because there's seven seeds now. I don't see this team really doing anything against real competition. It's just kind of my take on it. So I guess playoff the, you don't teams, think the Vikings are real competition? Uh, yeah, I damn. mean, respectfully, they're they're down Kirk, and even with Kirk, they they were struggling to find ways to win games. Okay. Um, it's and I know, like right now, they're sitting at like six and five, five and five, but like playing in the NFC, I just I have a lower standard, just in sense of like NFC wins. I mean, you look at the Ravens beating up on everybody in the NFC this year, um. And it's it's not like, you know, the Vikings, like, they're probably going to make it in the playoffs, too. But, like, I'm sure Jake isn't going to tell me that he expects them to make it to the Super Bowl. Like, you would want you want them to be there, you know, it's, it's your team. But that would be a – I mean, it would be a Disney movie if the Pastronaut could get the Vikings to the Super Bowl. Like, that's how big of a deal it would be. It's just um, all right. Hold on, hold on, Jake. You said you're going last. Uh, I'll, I'll, here's where I'm at with the Broncos. They seem to have this – formula for winning games that consists of like hanging around never letting you get up by more than like eight or nine points yeah uh, and having these weird scores like 22 21 and origami this is how they yeah how they knocked off the bills and they knocked off the vikings this way um i just think that they have found an identity 
in comebacks, and that's always deadly when a team's confident when they're down. Um, but I, I'm not, you know, we'll talk about Broncos playoffs, whatnot. I, I'm this was a good game. I was glad it was Sunday night, it was fun to watch. Um, I more or less was a little annoyed with the Vikings' inability to put this one away. Uh, but let's not forget that Josh Dobbs is two and one, should be three and all with the Vikings. Hasn't played a game with Justin Jefferson yet. And the mm. offense has been rolling, like without him. You know, I thought the Vikings ran the ball very well last night. Madison looked the best he has all year, which is a lot to say. He still did fumble, but um, I, I <laughs> thought that I thought the Vikings had this game handedly and just had it for whatever reason, could not put them away. And the Broncos have become very good at that, very scrappy, um, which is pretty for playoff success, but in the AFC, the Chiefs aren't going to let them get away with that. The Ravens aren't going to yeah. let them get away with that. I, I would say the Bills aren't going to get them away with that, but that'd be factually wrong. Um, <laughs> I just the Dolphins won't let them get away with that. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, the Broncos roster is still just not in a place where I could see them being Super Bowl contenders as long as Russ is getting paid. Was getting paid? Like I, I, yeah, he's not even that good of a guy to be getting paid that much. Like it's, yeah. You know, if it was it's Mahomes, if it was Mahomes, yeah, sure, but he's not. Jake? Yeah, I'm here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a thriller, right? What a great <laughs> Sunday night football game. You gotta love it. Comeback win. It's just, you know, you're watching on the edge of your seat. The fans are loving it, and, you know, I didn't love it. and it's, It sucks. It's the worst. The worst feeling you could have on a Monday going in after a Sunday night loss. But at the end of the day, an out-of-conference away game for the Minnesota Vikings really isn't that big of a deal, especially we have the Bears next week, and then we have the bye. And then we have the Raiders. And then we have the, the Joe Burrowless Bengals. Then we have the Lions, Packers, Lions. So, mm. no. Lions, yeah, Lions, Packers, Lions. So I, my season hopes are not lost, not in the slightest. Last I'm night pretty sure. The, hold on, I'm pretty sure I could go back in the text from about week three or four, and you and I quote, "Our season is already over." <laughs> oh yeah, our season was over, but we we found a way to come back. I don't know how we did it. I don't know what the odds are of of, of doing this. They're not high, but I've been re invigorated with hope now, that's the worst term i could ever have as a vikings fan is hope but here i am reinvigorated with hope and here we are we're six and five with a great schedule left now i think last night's loss brings in the fact do we we could have sat jefferson one more week and then had him come back after the bye and the hamstring we already would have known perfect i think we're going to get him back next week but we're not – next week, that doesn't matter. The week week after, doesn't matter. Last night, running game, was, running game was great. But we have a guy who's lost three fumbles in key moments this season, and Alexander Madison. Um, we're not running the ball enough when we should. And then I feel like when I've watched Josh Dobbs, he's done great things, but his second-half performance – Versus that first half performance has not matched. It's actually gone the complete backwards where you're like, Josh Dobbs is great. And then I'm watching him in the second half and I'm like, what? Didn't he have a game winning drive? 
like two weeks ago. Yeah, but the the whole yeah that did happen no, against the Falcons. Yeah, but the whole the whole second half was pretty vanilla except for that game winning drive, right. and so it's true. Yeah, huh. oh, I see what you're saying. Of those, I think that, to me it's just like, and I'm not one of these Dobbs haters, and I'm not also I'm not the guy who's like, yes, sign Dobbs, screw Kirk Cousins. I feel like those people are they're so silly, and it's like the same people who want to tank. Like you're an idiot. You don't know football. You're a loser. Your whole life's been. You've always been a loser. Like I was. I was sitting at lunch today, and I was listening to this classic Vikings fan going, "Oh, here we are, mediocre. We're gonna draft in the twentieth, then the twenties, and the pick twenties, and we're mediocre. We're always gonna be mediocre." I hate those people because they're losers. They want. They're. This guy literally said, "Why didn't we just pack it up, and lose?" Like you're a loser. People like people don't think that way. Yeah, you can't win a so, Super Bowl if you don't make playoffs. You can't win a Super Bowl if you don't win a playoff game or even get to the playoffs. And we have the capability of losing six games, being 11-6, and six, being 12-5. and five, And that's where I mentally had us at the beginning of the season. But I agree. I three, think this was a good time and to lose a game. For yeah, the 3-0 and on turnovers. I mean, that's the biggest thing. And it's just tough to watch. And, and the, the Broncos – Credit to the Broncos. Credit to the crowd. They were loud. They came. They were prepared. They fought back. You know, teeth, teeth and nail, whatever the tooth and nail, whatever the, the freaking phrase is. It was fantastic. It was a great game to watch. And it was, a, it was an okay game to lose. But I like that time. It's yeah. It was a good. It no, sucks. it was a good time. Reading their next schedule yeah. was a good time to lose a game. Humble them. Get them off the win streak. Um, and bring them back down to earth a little bit. I, I I can see division there, especially with the bye coming up. You got Raiders this week. I mean, who cares, right? I mean, if you don't beat the Raiders, then you should pack it up and go home. But um, and I feel like we've had conversations. I feel like I'm a decently like I'm not a delusional Vikings fan. Like I can see paths, but I also understand where we're like ah shit. You know, we suck. No, here, I we suck there. Yeah, I, I agree. I think last year. I don't know, man. And like, uh, let's I, be I, honest. God, we lost to the we lost to the Daniel Jones Giants. That really hurts. But at the end of the day, I, I expected it going into that game. I one hundred percent expected it because our defense sucked. Yeah, your defense and then was bad all year. Uh, was horrible. You know, completely all like the whole thing, and to have this revamp. I mean, we're playing one of the bet. We're one of the better defenses in the league, and that can't be a denied fact. We've played great. We've gotten. We I think we're we were tied going into that game with the Broncos for turnovers, um, and then we blitzed the heck out of you. It's a confusing scheme. So this defense is a top tier, you know, within that top twelve defense. I'm not saying it's top five, but it's top twelve defense. I just need to see more out of Kevin O'Connell, not being conservative. I want him to put the freaking game away, and if it wasn't for that fumble by Madison, I, you know, I think that that drive would have ended in a touchdown. It wouldn't have been. No, you guys definitely miss. You guys definitely miss Dalvin Cook. I think that's the bottom line. Um, Madison has proven he's not a bell cow guy. Uh, and all year you guys have had trouble in situations like this where uh, you need to rely on the ground game to put the game away, to bring yourself back in the game, to control the clock, uh, rest the defense, et cetera. And you just haven't been able to do it because he's fumble happy and, you know, made the deal for Cam Akers and Cam Akers got hurt. 
Uh, Dobbs bring a little more in the run game than Kirk does, but it's still not great. And the rushing attack definitely needs to catch up. Um, but outside of that, I think if this game's in Minnesota, you win. I think that the Eagles, I like, or not the Eagles, I think the Vikings are fine. I, I like panic button, not even close. They're going to be in the NFC playoff picture. Can they beat the Eagles or the 49ers? Well, they beat well the we've already beaten the, beat the 49ers, but uh, can he beat them and- on the road? I don't know. Um, can he beat them twice? That makes it even harder. But uh, the answer is yes, because they have. They almost beat the Eagles on the road. They were in that game with however many turnovers, and they beat the 49ers. So I think that the, the Vikings are – uh, as yeah, I yeah. preached all year, better than people have given them credit for. I had them winning the division over the Lions. Um, do I think that'll happen at this point? No, but the Vikings. Crazier things have happened. You know, I've got the stock in them to go back to the NFC Championship. I've got it, and I'm riding with it. We ain't selling it this week, but um, hmm. let's go. Let's go buy, sell, hold. Buy, sell, hold. Christian, I'll let you go first. What are, what are, what are we? What are we acquiring, selling, trading? Oh. Yeah, I probably should have just done it last week. Um, but I did say I was going to say it for a rainy day. And uh, Jalen Warren will be a top five. We'll call it – he'll be their top five in rushing yards or rushing touchdowns. And essentially, like, he's going to be the Steelers' workhorse back, but will be, like, essentially one of the top five backs in the NFL is what this take is. Um, just from what I've seen, and they invested a lot. The reason they keep using this, you know, reincarnated Trent Richardson is the fact that they invested a lot of draft capital in Najee Harris. It was like he's like a first round pick or something. Um, is that for next I, I think, year? You're saying he'll be in top five in rush yards or touchdowns? Yeah, not this season, but in 2024, once they, I assume, we have a new offensive coordinator. Or by the end of the season, it'll like they'll just have no choice but to turn it over to Jalen Warren. They already named him the starter last week. Um, the kid's just electric. He's fun to watch. Uh, you see the burst. Um, and there's guys where it's like, all right, yeah, he's a good running back and he's solid. But I think like Jalen Warren can really fit into. I mean, Aaron Jones was a fifth round pick. Like it's, some of these later round guys can establish themselves as top five backs in the NFL. And, I just got a lot of stock in Jalen Warren. Um, I'll do two and a half in terms of confidence because if they don't get rid of Matt Canada, then uh, this take is dead. Um, it's because the offense itself can't generate that many yards. But All right. Yeah. I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I won't tail it, but um, I don't hate that. Jake. Yep. I got a bunch Actually, wait. One. Hold on. Hold on. Hold uh, on. Yeah. Uh Vikings to win six of next eight. Did that come true yet? Nope. We're four and one. Okay. Okay. Yep. Four and one. We're still we're mm. still we're still riding high in that. For those who are here, one next week, because we're playing, we're week, playing seven, Chicago. week seven. Uh Jake came on here and said Vikings are gonna win six of the next eight games. Uh I don't think he got laughed out of here, but it definitely I, you know, maybe roll my eyes a little bit, but tell you what, go on five games. Yeah. The path was there. The path was there. Yeah. All right. There's your floor for today. Or your, your the floor, floor for today. For this moment here, this is my only purchase because I didn't really think of anything else. But it's a hot take. Love it. You know I love hot takes. You know I like to come out here and I like to spice things up. I like to bring the heat. And I only have a one confidence because I don't really feel that great in this. But the way they've been playing, the way this team God, and I hate this team, too. I really just – I can't deal with this team. But you know what? 
I'm going to put a little bit into them. I'm going to put some money. I'm buying low. I'm going to sell high if it comes true. And I only like to deal with what's going on in this season. I don't like to deal with down the road stuff because you never know when it's going to come true. But here we go. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it out loud right now. The Dallas Cowboys. Oh, boy. Find a way to win the NFC East over the Philadelphia Eagles. They are going to find a way to squeeze it out and even possibly maybe blame the one seed because of this. Because they'll have that head-to-head over Dallas Cowboys. Write it in. A one confidence. Winning well, the division. And... Standings. Hold on here. They're a game they back. Play, they're a game back, and they're playing the Chiefs right now. Yeah, or not? They are not, but the, the Eagles and Chiefs are playing. Playing an hour. Woo! <laughs> I don't hate this. Let's look at the Cowboys' remaining schedule. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, you did the research. It's it might be there. Uh, Commanders next week. Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, Commanders. I don't know. It's yeah. a tough schedule, but they're playing good. Football, complimentary. I think they split the Commanders. They beat the Seahawks. Probably uh, Eagles. They have to win if this is going to come true. Mm-hmm. They split Bills and Dolphins, and they probably have to beat the Lions uh, for this to come true. But I see the vision. I do see the vision. There, yeah. No, I, 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 I see the vision. Um, all right, all right. I'm going to make a sale. Um, it, it's kind of a dumb sell because at this point. I mean, I, I guess it's not. I can mitigate losses. Um, I believe it was two weeks ago I purchased Bengals. We're going to come back and win the AFC North. Um, mm. I'm going to sell this bef- at, at a loss before yeah. <laughs> before Browning makes it an even worse loss. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like before yeah. they come out and crap themselves. Um, so I'm I'm gonna sell. We can take the official vote on if it's a win or a loss. I'm it's scared. a loss, man. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with the Ravens, it, like uh, the vision's gone. They're three games back with losing tiebreakers and Jake Browning. Uh, it's it's intriguing to um you know cold, cold after the rush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's 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 almost like why sell at this point because it's such an uphill yeah. battle what's left in the value, but I'm going to squeeze anything that's left out of it. I'm going to turn around. Um, I'm going to make a, you know, I, I try not, to, you try not to uh, buy things that you're too heavily emotionally invested in. Right. Cause then you, you have a hard time with it, but uh, Brandon Staley will not be the chargers head coach. Woo, 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 put me in for that. Put me in right <laughs> now. I'm buying it. Put me in. <laughs> Let's go. We got a tail. We got a tail. It's official. Brandon Staley will not be the week one head coach next year. I was going to say he doesn't make it out of the regular season, but it is already week 12. So I think he does make it out. Uh, And they miss the playoffs. They miss the playoffs. He gets fired. He's gone. Can I, can I, I like compliment that with like more than three confidence? Like, I feel like there's (laughs) no way, especially after this week, that this guy is a head coach anymore. Oh, like, are you are, are you buying it too? Are we? Can we do like for the squad? We just all, this? yeah. Can squad we? I, uh, Brandon Staley. <laughs> I, dude, if he's it, it is going to be egregious and the biggest storyline if that dude still has put, a job. Put three plus confidence for Chen. Um, Jake, put a woof. 
put a whoop, put a whoop, <laughs> put a put an amen in the confidence. <laughs> <You're all laughs> <energy. laughs> uh, oh, three confidence for Jake. I'll go three confidence myself. Uh, that that you know you love to see. You bring a stock for the boys, and they love it. Right? We love it. It's a group group win. You know when it comes true. Uh, a lot. I have I have nothing further to say. I think they're going to miss the playoffs. He's going to get fired. I guess is the bottom line. Yeah, like Hans Zimmer just wrote a symphony or a movie right now. That's what you just did to me. It's like, oh wow. It's like the Interstellar soundtrack right there. Oh, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. Oh wow, oh, music gosh. to my ears. I gotta love it. Oh my Holy gosh. Um, all right. Any other uh, floors open for any further purchases yeah. or acquisitions? I got to do some selling. I bought. I'm gonna sell because I think it's it's over. The dream of JJ 2K and Tyreek to hit 2K. I think the dream is. I think the dream's over. So my having two thousand yard, mm-hmm. two two thousand yard receivers to finish the season. I'm going to have to sell it today. Mm. I will be voting that as a loss, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, if you'd have, if you'd have sold it, you know, like right before he tore his hamstring, I think you could have made some pro- I think you could have made some money. I think I think you could have made some money. You wore up on this stock at one point. That is. I uh, was. Crib ten, your vote. Oh yeah, I mean it's because it's just not. I, I'm pretty sure I think I put stock in this too. Um, I I might just have to modify it maybe next week or something like Tyree. And I remember just really remember you guys JJ. Oh. we have a, do we have an amendment clause for our for our stocks yeah if jj got to a thousand we would amend this but i don't think he's gonna get to a thousand by the time he's back right yeah i think he could get to a thousand i don't know what he was at but it was pretty high i think he could get to a thousand Five, like yeah, I like want to hold essentially Tyreek at two K. I think that can still happen, but like Let's, the take uh, of okay. the Jake, two. if you don't want to sell, I will. We will take the week to discern our amendment rules. All right, we'll, we'll uh, take the week. We'll take the week. We will. Yeah. I, I will. It's marked as a sales a loss, but I'll just remember. I I mean, we could do that. Like it's marked as like a loss. Like I can you can even sell mine off right now. Of like we lost like the initial like the two man one, but I want to keep that Tyreek one alive. Like I think there's still value in that. I guess maybe just separate the stock. We break off Apple into you know two things. I don't know. Yeah, stock split. <laughs> <laughs> the stock oh, split. We're splitting the stock. Um, yeah, yeah uh, we'll, we'll figure out rules, rules and regulations for that. That's, that's interesting, but I've marked them both as a loss. Um, all right, Jake, I do have a question for you. Um, are we, are we considering selling your stock from September 18th? This is a way early, oh. way early. Purchase. Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> considering selling charge. No, I don't think you are because I was, you think I'm going to go Colts. I'm going to say chargers to miss the playoffs. Oh. I don't know if that price is going to get much higher than it is right now. And the risk, the risk reward of they could go on a run and you could lose all that you've made. But right now I think they're rock bottom and the gap, let's say they have like 10% more earnings. If they miss the playoffs from here for you, like you might, you might want to take the win here. You know what I'm like? What's their schedule? Their schedule. All right, let's pull up their schedule. 
Um, sorry, did not have that ready to go. But no, you're fine. That's a good question. All right. Oh boy, this. Yeah, I might have just saved you some cash. Um, well, maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not. Next week they got the Ravens. Okay, so they're gonna be <laughs> four and seven. <laughs> they're gonna be four and seven. But then they go. But then they go Patriots, Broncos, who actually are better than they might. They might win that game. Yep. Raiders yep. though. Raiders. They got the Bills. They got the Broncos twice and the Chiefs. Yeah, they're out, dude. They're yep, out. Yep, they're out. There's no playoffs. I'm I'm gonna hold on because I'm gonna cash heavy at the end of the season. Dad, let that ride. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna let that run its course. Uh, Colts to an AFC South. What's the What's the difference between them and the Jaguars now? Uh, The the Houston Texans, (laughs) or the Texans? Sorry, no, the Jags. No, no, the the difference is the Houston Texans. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. That's that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, the Colts are well. The Colts are five and five. Jaguars are seven and three. Texans are six and four. Anything's possible. I'm gonna hold. Colts remaining. Colts remaining schedule: Bucks, Titans, Bengals, Steelers, Falcons, Raiders, Texans. That's they could pick off four of those. All right. All right. We will. uh, You know, I don't have anything else. I Chen, you have another purchase. No, nah, man, I'm ready to get these picks, man. Yeah, rapid fire. Yeah, rapid fire so, picks. Rapid fire, rapid fire Leave picks. Out of it. I'm so far Big behind one. at this point. Um, Jake, you actually do have a chance if you want to make a Monday Night Football pick for tonight. I'll give you credit for it if it's right. Hey, I'll take the Eagle or the Chiefs. Okay. What's the week looking like? All right, week 12, week 12 picks. Oh, week 11. Week 11 yeah. picks. Chen yeah. finally strikes back. He's 11 and 2 through Whoa! through Sunday. <laughs> through Sunday, I am 8 and 5. Whoa. 11 and 2. Wow. You missed on the Cardinals and the Steelers. That's that's it. That so wait, so I took the Cardinals. That's such a Oh my god. <laughs> he took the Cardinals <laughs> and the Giants to win in the same week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got one, but jeez. <laughs> um, but you did get here's what here's what's crazy is you got all of those like close games. You had Broncos, you had Rams, you missed on Steelers, that was one of them, but then you got Giants, like that was not supposed to hit. Um yeah. so all of our differentials um, almost hit except for Browns. Uh, and then you got Ravens on Thursday because he got hurt and whatnot. But um big week for Chen, big week for Chen. Uh, could, could could make up four wins if the Eagles win tonight. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, Thursday night or Thursday? No, Thursday morning. Thursday morning, Thanksgiving. Packers ah. going into Detroit. Uh, I don't. I famously never picked the Packers. I know Chen does. So Jake, you're the only one who needs to talk. <laughs> uh Lions. Yeah, I figured. All right, Commanders yeah. going into Dallas. Lose, Lions lose. Yeah. Lions, Lions lose. Lions lose. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, Commanders Green. going into Commanders going into Dallas. I'm just going to play it smart and play the Cowboys here. Christian, Dallas. Cowboys for, all right, Cowboys for the boys. Sounds boys, boys, boys. Cowboys sweep. 49ers going into Seattle. Oh wow, uh, Seattle. That's tough. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm, going. I'm going to take. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah, I'm taking Seattle. Okay. 
I just don't know if I love what I'm seeing out of Seattle, so I'm gonna go with the Niners. But like, I see, I see the Seahawks winning this. So at home, here's my here's my thoughts. At home, uh, I at home in Seattle, but Brock Purdy just had a legacy freaking performance, best game of his career. 49ers look great, bounce back off that three game skid strongly. They won two straight. Uh, and Seattle just lost to the Rams, who oh, like I don't know. I'm just not seeing it with Seattle this year. Um, but uh, I'm, so I'm taking the Niners too. Uh, that okay. takes us to Black Friday. Dolphins going into the Jets. I'm just taking the Dolphins. Not really. Retweet. Dolphins. <laughs> All right, we get to Sunday. Bucks going into Indianapolis. Oh, Bucks. Colts. I'll take Colts. I have to take the Colts here. All right, I'll 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 stray from the pack. I'll take the Bucks. Baker Mayfield. It's 50-50. I don't feel good about taking the Colts, but I'll take them. Here's yeah, something interesting. Interesting yeah. storyline. I just saw this. Giants get the nice win against the Commanders. You know, now they got the Patriots at home. Could they win two? Could they win back to back? Find themselves at four and seven. Be ahead of the Commanders in the standings if the if they lose to the Cowboys next week. I'll take the Patriots. This is one of those Bill Belichick games. He's not going to lose to a team that's just um, as bad as him. I can't. Yeah, I see Tommy DeVito struggling. Man, <laughs> he had a good week last week, but. Uh... All right, I tried to yeah. I tried to bait you guys. It didn't work. I'm taking the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Steelers going into Cincinnati. No Burrow, Jake Browning. Um, Jen. Steelers should pick it up. That's just, you know, that's their path. They find a way to get above 500 every year. So it's just oh, the AFC North. It's tough. Yeah. Like this, like even when it was. The six and ten Andy Dalton. Steelers yeah. Bengals always split. Have they played yet this season? Uh I think the Steelers already beat them, yeah. Let me double check I'm that. I'm taking Bengals, man. I'm taking Bengals. Let me double check that for you. Uh the Bengals definitely played the Ravens twice. They have not played the Steelers yet. Mm. So is it where is it at? Is it at it's in it's in Cincinnati. I'm taking Bengals. I will roll Steelers, but I actually see the vision here. I see what Jake's saying. I, I just, yeah. I, I just picking the Steelers is so meh to me. I yeah. flip that coin. You don't know yeah. what you're doing. I, I you hate really it. Uh, Panthers at Titans. I'm gonna roll Titans. Uh, haven't looked great, but <laughs> Panthers are just not it, man. I don't like yeah. their de- the Titans defense is at least there. Panthers are just bad on all fronts. Yeah, yeah Titans. Yep, Panthers suck too much. I'll, I'll upset of the week here. If if the Panthers and Bryce Young can knock off CJ Stroud, I'll take them to beat the Titans. Uh, I'll take them to get their second, probably their last win of the season. All right, all right. Speaking of CJ Stroud, he's got the Jaguars at home this week. This might be my game oh. of the week. Wow, oh. might be my game of the week. Not gonna lie. Jags. I think they kind of firmly separate themselves as like a playoff contender here. Big deal if they lose. I concur. I think Jaguars prove they're a, a step above. 
Take, I'm taking it. I'm taking the rookie. Rookie yep. Magic. I don't hate it. I don't hate that take. If he takes this win, I think this really will propel him into MVP Hawk into that conversation. It's it's I can't even I can't even argue that honestly. Uh Saints going into Atlanta. It, this is so stupid. Uh, this is a why does this even exist? Well, uh, you know. <laughs> Game of mid. <laughs> why does the AFC I'll sell the Falcons, and the oh, I'll take oh. Saints. God. I'm gonna take the Saints just because I feel like they're just better, but barely. <laughs> I just don't. I just I see more yeah. vision with the famous Jameis or Derek Carr than I do with Desmond Ritter. Like, Golly, this is just a, yeah. I mean, Ritter, like, I, I don't even know ugh. what's going on with the Falcons anymore. I've like stopped following. Like, what, what's going on in that building? All right, Rams at Cardinals. Mm, Cardinals. I'll roll for them again. Burn me last week. Probably Cardinals. I'm taking Kyler Murray. Take the Cardinals. I was leaning Cardinals, but you guys are gonna make me go Rams just because <laughs> because I uh, we can't have three we can't have three people on the Cardinals this week, guys. Like, come on. Um, I'll take Rams. They just got a nice win against the Seahawks. Stafford's back. I don't hate the vision. I really don't. Um, yeah. but like the Cardinals actually look tough with Kyler there. So Browns at Broncos. <laughs> Oh man, I've never Ooh. seen a more I've never seen a more interesting 14 to 17 final in my life. Other yeah, than Super, said, other than Super Bowl 42. Other than Super Bowl 42. Uh yeah. Oh boy. Browns at Broncos. Yeah. I'll take the Browns, man. I I'll just, take the Browns. I concur. I refuse to I just I refuse to take the Broncos. I, so hard to do it. You know they're they're hot. They're on a five game win streak. It's I will take the end. loss on them. I will. I like here's the thing is they're <laughs> they are moving they're they're winning these games by rushing the ball and and uh taking care of the football, which is good. Or the Broncos are at least taking care of the football and the, the Browns defense is just they're not going to be able to rush the ball against them, and they're going to rely on Russ to have to win this game. And I don't see the vision. No, nope. uh, fair. That's fair. Browns, Browns sweep for us. All right, Bills at Eagles. Eagles, not even going to think about it. Yeah, same, same here, man. I, I this is a uh, pick, pick that is subject to change. The Eagles play on Monday night this week, so. Uh, I, I am not going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm just going to stick to my rules. Eagles are on my pick every time list, but yeah, um, I do recognize they have a critical Billy list there, Eagles. but uh, I do, I, you know, I stick to my, stick to my discipline rules of picking here, uh, but <laughs> I still see the vision. I do clarify. I do. I do still see the vision. Uh, Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Chiefs. But crazy things have happened. I'm still picking Chiefs, but last year the Raiders did it at Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah, Broncos did it this year. I, I just, you know, yeah. Eagles and the Eagles and Chiefs. I, I decided early in the year that I was was never going to pick against them, and was just going to take the combined five losses when they came. So if they come, they come. Um, right. Ravens at Chargers right. Sunday Night Football. Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No more yeah. upsets for me. I had a good week. I'll go Ravens. 
Bears, Bears in Minnesota. I'm not thinking twice. The Pastronaut looks like MVP on Monday Night Football next week. I don't care if they almost beat the Lions. I do not freaking care. That doesn't move my needle at all. I think it moves my needle, man. I'm going to go with the Bears. Yeah. They collect okay, yeah, so they hey, chat. Hey, hey, chat. Can we clip about 30 seconds ago? <laughs> no more upsets for me. I had a good week. No, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, just, I, I see. I mean, Fields, he, he looked uh, his. He you looked, know, mer, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. He looked yeah. all right for a second. So we'll, we'll go Bears. Yeah, you be you can be my guest. All right. Um, yeah, go ahead. That rounds out our picks for this week. Um, with your big week, <laughs> with your big week, you are now eleven eleven games back. Oh, um, yeah, I still got some work to do. Yeah, so uh, that takes us one final segment before we close. Five minutes tops. But who do you guys think, one NFC team, one AFC team, who do you think is the team with the worst current record that has the best chance of making the playoffs? If that makes sense. Yeah. That's, uh, the worst team who can make the playoffs. Packers. Interesting. I'm going to need a little more explanation because I did not pick the Packers. Yeah, I want to step lower. I don't. I mean, I don't believe in Baker Mayfield and Todd Bowles. Well, it's not that I don't believe in Baker. I don't believe in Todd Bowles. I mean, that coaching staff is is uninspiring. I mean, they play good defense, but then they just keep finding ways to lose, not ways to win. So there's that, and then there's that age old thing, at least that I've ever grown up with, with the Green Bay Packers. They, if anyone's going to do it, it's them. And that's just all predicated on watching the Vikings possibly maybe going on a five-game losing streak and then just completely losing their own hopes. So it's, yeah, Packers for me. Uh, so I, I didn't have Packers written down, but when you look at schedules, the team I have written down is probably out. Um, but I have commanders at four and seven. I think that they're better than their record, but they still have two Cowboys and the Dolphins left. So I don't know. I don't know if I see the vision. Uh, the other team that comes to mind in the NFC uh, would be the Rams. They're sitting, mm. at, they're sitting at four wins. They could sneak yeah. in there. Um, but realistically, you're looking at Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, Seahawks, Lions, Vikings, Saints are your seven. Unless somehow the Arthur Smith Falcons just win no. these stupid games. no. I don't see it. <laughs> I, was, oh, I missed on them early in the year. Jeez. Uh, how about the AFC? Or Chad, you can get your NFC in there. Actually, I actually I had Commanders as well. Oh, you took my pick. Yeah, I was. I I after that loss, I was like, well, maybe they just they. The seventh seed, I think, adds things. Like you, you might get a team in there that you didn't expect. Um, AFC wise, though. It's, I mean, it's, it's tough, but like, there's a vision of the Colts, they split, you know, their division series the rest of the way. They take advantage of some lesser games. The Colts could nab that seventh seed, now if they have Jonathan Taylor back, but that'd be probably like my worst AFC team that I could think of, like record-wise, that's, you know, in contention. Um, what are you guys at? I've got two teams. I've got Broncos at five and five. 
um, which two teams from the AFC West preseason sounded insane if it wasn't the Chargers. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I Chargers at four and six. I, I they, this is what they do. They just hover yeah, on yeah. like they they. I could see the vision as much as I just bought state stock in them. Like I, I I see it. I don't see the Jets. I don't see the Raiders. But Jake, I got to agree with the Broncos. They're just playing. They're playing defense how they played defense last season. They're just playing more efficient on offense. So, let me, yeah. Let me also preface. I see the Texans getting in before the Broncos, but like Broncos have a worse curve. Hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah, I thought they were somehow in the race. Put yeah, no. Texans. Well, Texans are six and four, so Broncos have a worse record. Like the 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 superlative is worst current record, but could still make. Okay. It. So yeah, uh, Broncos are five and five. Texans are six and four. I, I think right now you're you're looking at Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs. Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Jaguars, Texans. Is that seven or eight? Uh, something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Something, something like that. Uh, Bills are on the fence, depending on how they finish. But uh, yeah, just an interesting discussion. I could see the, I could see the commies pulling it out low key. But the, when I looked at the yeah, schedule, I, mean, I don't know. Um, any final thoughts before we close out week twelve preview, week eleven predictions, or mm-hmm. recap? Yeah. Be a good game tonight, that's for sure. Super Bowl rematch. Yes, I'm very excited for tonight. Um, Can I put one thought in there? Yeah. When people say Super Bowl rematch and it's in the regular season, that is my biggest NFL pet peeve. <laughs> it's not a Super Bowl rematch unless it's a legitimate Super Bowl rematch. It gets me every time. It's like when we so. What the- if it's a, what if it's uh, a rematch like like Giants Patriots like three years later? Or does it yeah. have to be the same year? It's got to be the same year. It's like the, the, the following it's season. Back, like to back. back to back. Back to back. Like, I remember, like, not, not last year, but when we were, when the Chad Henning uh, led Chiefs beat the Vikings a few years ago with Zimmer, it was like, oh, it's a Super Bowl, like, seven rematch. It's like, shut up. It's just, oh. It's, <laughs> shut up. Those 50 just, Super Bowls ago. <laughs> it's literally 50 years ago. Get it. Out of here, man! Like, what is this? So it's like, yeah, that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Super Bowl rematch, we'll see it. So it's really only happened once, then, for you, Bills Cowboys, in the nineties. Bills Cowboys, yep. Right, that's the only that's the only back to back Super Bowl rematch that's ever happened. Well, we've ever had. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Chiefs Eagles actually could happen. I I would not be shocked on that. I would not be so shocked or surprised by any of that. No, I would not be. I would not be either. Um. All right, that, that wraps us up. I want to thank everybody for listening. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Um, we'll be back next Monday doing the same thing, recapping, having a good conversation, um, and previewing and getting excited for the playoffs. We're getting close. Um, Load up. Word, word up, bros. See you guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Take care.